if you stumbled across this podcast, I appreciate it. And if you find yourself listening to it the whole way through, um, do me a favor. Just keep it to yourself. was cold wasn't it <laughs> oh my god that beat was cold oh man welcome back to the something for fathers podcast i appreciate y'all listening to it and it's by far um one of the most enjoyable things that i do in my life so i appreciate y'all um i want to give a shout out to my uncle chris and i've spoken on about him on many other podcasts i think and I, if you don't know, he's the, the man in my life that has allowed me to um, just have perspective. He's given me tools to allow me to be able to grow and build a, hey, I ain't got a big house. You know what I'm saying? I, ain't got, you know, I got a decent house, but ain't a big house on whatever foundation that um, it is that I was allowed to create. From my mother and my uh, upbringing. But my Uncle Chris, man, he gave me the best piece of advice that I believe any young man can get. And he said, I don't care what you do. I don't care what it is that you do. I don't care what it is that you do in this life. You just can't do it here. And what he was meant by here was in your hometown. And he said that you have to leave. I don't care where you go. Although where you go does matter. But he said, I don't care where you go. Just do what it is that you want to do somewhere else. And that advice that he gave me, it became law in my life law like I, I i have another cousin who we were sitting at the table together and he used the same advice he gave us the same advice at the same time one left one didn't one eventually left later in life but you know as soon as he gave me that advice i it an opportunity oh my god it's crazy how the stars align an opportunity came for me to leave like i didn't even i didn't even like begin looking to leave like he gave me that advice and then just the opportunity for me to leave came it's kind of like man i wasn't even ready to receive that opportunity because i hadn't had that tool in my tool belt yet <laughs> you ever showed up to a job right and all right i'm here at the job but you ain't got the tools to complete the job like he gave me that tool and god knew it set on my heart and it was on my mind and then God said, here, nigga, here goes some, here, yo, here, here the opportunity. And man, it would have been so disrespectful to God to just close the door on that opportunity. But, you know, neither here nor there. Um, that's kind of what a lot of fathers is going to go through in their life for their children. You know, I'm not to say my uncle was right. And I'm not to say that he was wrong because in certain worlds, uh, he may have been right. In my world, he was right. In, in, somebody else's world he may have been wrong but 
one thing I do know is that he gave me perspective. And I think a lot of fathers, when we get to a certain age, and when our kids get to a certain age, especially once they get out of those formative years, you know, they have formed their idea of the world. And now it's their turn to share their perspective of what the world is with the world. And as fathers, those perspectives is going to clash, you know, um, they may clash earlier, you know, the toddler age, like, no, I want this. And the father's like, no, you can't have that. Nobody's right or wrong. It's just, you know. Who's more appropriate? You know, you want <laughs> this knife and the dad is saying, no, you can't have this knife because it's not appropriate for you at your age to use a knife because you don't know what it is to do with the knife at your age. Extrapolate that to 17. Hey, dad, can <laughs> can I go to uh, my boyfriend's house or something like that? Like your daughter asks you that and you tell her No. According to her, you're wrong. You're telling her that she can't be around the person that she has admiration for. You're thinking like, I know what boys do. Because I am one. And you're trying to protect her with your perspective. But um, this leads me into what my uncle said again more recently in my life. He came down here to visit and witness one of Malik's games. And we just sitting up talking. We was at a cigar lounge. I don't smoke cigars, but that's what we do. And we're at the cigar lounge and he's like, man, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't, uh, uh, I have these, I have these lofty, these lofty goals for Malik. Oh my God. Just because I believe this kid can achieve anything. Right. And he was like, you can't do that. You can't do. And I'm sitting up here listening. I'm like, man, you can't tell me what the hell I can do. I can do anything. You know, I believe that my child can do anything and he going to do what I say. And he's like, yeah, okay, look. And he stopped from saying what I can't do. And he said, let me give you a perspective. And he said, the one thing that you can give your child is doctrine. And doctrine is just a, a, a stable set of foundational principles that they can hang their hat on. So I have a I have a. <laughs> I don't know if I even put this on a podcast before, but one day I was I, I have a thing with Malik, right? And it might come out, this might hurt him, this might help him, I don't know. But I'm like, no white women. Don't don't you bring no white woman home for uh uh you to introduce to me as your father and you say, Hey dad, this is my girlfriend Jenna. Don't you bring that home. Don't you bring it home. Uh and my wife jokes about this. Oh, he's going to do it. And you're going to be so mad. And this, that. Hey, man, look. And he says, my uncle said, <laughs> this is good. He says, all right, if that is your standard, that is such a low fucking standard. And I was like, what do you mean? And this is when he gave me a tool. This is what he did. He gave me a tool. He says, well, what if he brings home the worst kind of black woman? The worst kind of black woman. I'm talking about the worst. Now, there's worst of all women. But he said, what if he brings home the bummiest? I'm talking about just, just the worst kind of rat. Oh, my God. Just the worst kind of black woman. And he said, would you be okay with that? And I'm like, hell no, I wouldn't be okay with that. But your standard for him was no white women. And I'm like, mm. And he said, the only thing that you can give him is doctrine. 
So, no matter what shade that woman is, teach him to look for a loving woman. Teach him to look for a caring woman. Teach him to look for a woman that can align with his beliefs in life. Teach him to look for a woman that he can help. Teach him to look for a woman that can help him. Teach him to look for an intelligent woman. A woman that's good with money. A woman that's good with children. Teach him to look for a woman that he wouldn't mind his son marrying. And love on your woman enough to where he wants that woman to look like his mother. And I was like, damn, uh, you smart as hell, man. He was like, because the worst thing that could happen is you could tell him no white woman, no white woman, no white woman. And he brings home the worst black woman. And now you have to reteach. Unfortunately, the foundation was set in stone. And my wife has done this before. And she said, you know. You know, don't tell him no white woman. Tell him beautiful black woman. Only. <laughs> but I, I took that perspective. And I put it in my tool belt. And one day it's going to become a tool that I hand him. You know, just because I think that that doctrine definitely does make more sense than just no white woman. No white women. I sound like my grandfather. And he was like, I know where that comes from. That that comes from my daddy. I was like, what? I'm talking about my uncle. He was like, yeah, that comes. That's my granddad talking to you. He was like, that ain't you. You don't believe that. That's just that's just the doctrine you've been given. He was like, because I, he was like, you're too you're you're too exposed to different and better than to believe what it is that you're saying. And I'm like, you'd be surprised. But neither here nor there. His perspective wasn't wrong. It just was his. And in life, we're going to just be trying to give our kids these perspectives. And where we go wrong at is trying to get them to use our perspectives as law in their life. When in reality, it's just a tool. It is just a tool to help them build their house. That's all it is. Nothing more, nothing less. Um, I know that we as parents, we can find ourselves in positions to thinking that we're right. And that, you know, that's just something that we have to deal with, especially when it comes to our children. We think that we're right and what we say is right because of our own worldly views when in reality, we might be wrong for their life. Yo, dad, this is right for you but it ain't right for me you know this is what works for you but it ain't work for it does it's just not what works for me but i and hopefully you can raise a child that can understand that you know and it takes for us explaining that to them early like hey man i ain't got the answers all i have is my experiences you know some experiences may hold true into what it is that you might be going through some experiences may not Some tools, perspectives, advice that I give you may work on this portion of your life. Some may not. Some you may have to use 20, 30 years later. Knock the dust off the tool and, you know, use what you need to do. But don't think as a father that your word in their life After a certain age, I don't know when that age is. Every kid is different. But don't think that your word after a certain age is law. Because it isn't. 
because it isn't. Because after a certain age, that child has perspective, they have understanding, and it's time for them to begin building their house. That's what it's time for. You can help them build. You might you might need to help them put a wall up. You might need to help them tear a wall down. But you got to give them that foundation early. You got to. And that involves you being there. That involves you being active. And I'll leave you with this because I was just watching The Godfather. Um, he was talking to a guy, The Godfather, uh, Vito Colleone. Colleone. And he said, you spend time with your family? And the dude was like, yes, 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 Godfather, yes. He said, good. Because no man can be a man who doesn't spend time with his family. So I leave that for you men. And um, make sure that you are spend time, spending time with your family, your children, your wives, to allow them to get the best version of you while you still have the time and energy to offer it. So... Yeah, man. Perspectives. Nobody's right. Nobody's wrong. It's just a matter of when it's appropriate.